Wait. Oh, there we go. Now they're turned on. Is yours on, Michael? Hang on. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, yes. So we're connected. Here he is. Wow, Hello. Look at you two technological whiz kids. Thanks. We work in IT now. We do. It. We're the it, it. kids. We're the it crowd. I think we're connected. So when you're on, I'm on. Yeah, that's correct. Your your two mics are connected. Oh my god, we, we synced we, up. We are we're one. <laughs> we it's are because you you complete me. It's because you <laughs> haven't. Michael hasn't used his connection at Focus Right to get us a bigger. Um, oh no, Vish. Yeah, shout out. I think he listens. He works. What's happened? Person. One of my clients works for you know that box. The yeah. red box. He's, his company works for sells them. Oh, is it? It's like yeah. next level interfaces for like music studios. You go really like good, that. big man. You go get a discount. He can. I do need to. Is he? So yeah, I want a four-port version because I've only got a two-port oh, version. Yeah, but I kind of like being completed by Mike. It's <laughs> nice that we are one. Yeah, but without my, con- me. my concern there is that if I invite someone to interview them, then I'm kind of... We have to share a mic. <laughs> That's fine. I don't really want you to... I'll get closer. Yeah. <laughs> I've done worse. We've done worse. Yeah, granted. But also when we eventually oh. level up to Barbell Lounge levels, unless Michael's putting in his own kit there that we're going to use, I don't know. I had thought about it. Is it? Just to save you from disrupting. Well, and also it means you could rent it out to other podcasters. Oh, the enemy, basically. Like, you no, want to help the competition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think of revenue streams because, therefore, if you've got us, if you've got a podcast space set up, then you could have like an, uh, a background that could be changed out depending on who's in. Like you could have like a different different backdrop that could be dropped in and out and so on. We don't have a room. Mm, too many enemies. We're going to have a space there, though, right? I mean, when you, I'll show you the plans. So we can definitely do something in the lounge. I don't I want to be an afterthought in your project, Mike. But also, we don't want to disrupt other people in the lounge. No. We'd have to do it around like we can. Do, just do it on leg press. We'll just go yeah, do it on leg press. Do it on the leg. Just get a table and stick in the middle of the gym and stand up and talk. That's what um, Barbell Shrug did. Yeah, yeah. They just used to just get a plyo box and just stick all of that on yeah, there yeah, and that's just stand. Fine, but it's Here we some. Go has to be set up and put away it needs to be unless it's a box that's literally you can you can make it like you know like um like a flight case yes so everything's already set in a flight case you lift the lid off unfold the mics and it's ready to go that something like that would be fine or hear me you out. sound like you already know about these things so maybe just if you send some stuff i'll figure it hear out hear me yeah. out all three of us have phones just record it there you go sorted fixed it no need we to just, we just send each other voice notes and stick them together yeah you we'll call it the b-tech podcast <laughs> three radio mics that connect to the, c- the top of the camera and off you go. Oh, I got two. Just need one more. Yeah, well, those road ones. I got the um, DJI ones. They're better. Oh, yeah, of course. CJI ones are oh, they're very bang. good. They're incredible. DJI make some very good stuff. They bloody well do. I've got, yeah, so they bang. They're incredible. Yeah, they make my drone and all sorts of things. Oh, they make my drone. And before we continue, actually. Who's going to prison? Well, one of you maybe should do, because I'm looking for a confession at this point. I've got loads. What have I done? I think it's probably you, actually, that, that needs to confess. I didn't sleep with your brother. <laughs> I promise. Well, Ale- Alex would have told me probably if that had happened, but I, you, you feel, I think you're guilty of something that you might have done last time you were here. What did I do? Right, I, don't look at me, dude. I can barely remember what I did 10 minutes ago. I don't even know what I'm doing in 10 minutes' time. I'm what did I do still. last time? What what on the, on the pod. Time? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's this? <laughs> have, you picked a, have you picked a hole in the pickle? What have you done to my willy? Have you picked a hole in I'm the pickle? I'm asking which one oh! of you <laughs> is responsible for my breaking my pickle. How's that? Oh, it's got a little crack in it. No, it's been it's ripped open crack. by someone who's been sat playing Wait. with my pickle. I didn't touch your pickle last week. So is it my I didn't. I didn't touch the he pickle. He didn't touch the pickle at so you if, t- if the pickle's been broken, it's been accidentally, unintentionally weeks ago because we didn't. I played with that last week. Then Mike told me it looked like me. 
That's rude, by the way. That's not funny. Don't laugh. Oh, shit. So neither of you are willing to accept <laughs> if, responsibility if, for my if, if, I, if I did do this to your pickle, I didn't do it intentionally or knowingly, and it must have happened a few weeks ago. Because mm. I've played with it previously. You played with the pickle quite a lot. I had it a I lot it, when, we ca- when we came in here. John, we need a bit of super glue. Fix that pickle. I, um, need, a new, I need a new pickle, we need to, Just a bit of super glue that pickle back together. I'm, I was I picked up the other day and I was I was bereft. Maybe you're too strong. I was bereft. <laughs> Maybe your grip strength. Maybe you're too weak. aggressive with your own pickle. My pickle has been compromised. <laughs> to be fair, I think at some point you know what the forfeit are... should be. Well, no one's admitted it. So... No, no, no. But in the bunghole. they're in they're in the freezer now. Uh, why, yeah. What's the, what have you put in the freezer? So, um, oh, no. Have you, is this space docking? <laughs> it's close. Oh, stop it, please. You've not put pickles in the freezer, have you? We had the discussion about oh. pickle juice. Oh, care life. And obviously I drank the pickle juice from that previous large pickle we had. The one that we squeezed, remember? But obviously yes. I was aware that it's kind of like a, uh, a useful product for activities and taking them away with you. So You're I looked into it and the same company... Pickle ice cubes. Make... Um, Pickle ice pops. That's fucking rancid. Get a life. <laughs> so, I yeah. what do we do with all this juice that no one wants? Let's I turn bought, it into. I bought else. a box of um, pickle uh, pickle juice ice pops. Obviously, this one isn't frozen, but I mean, it's got 270 milligrams of sodium in it, which would be quite useful for me on my run. In fairness, especially in the summer, that would actually be quite nice. Spent exactly. money on this. How z- much did you spend on them? Zero calories. I've got um, a box of 24 for 20 quid. You spent 20 quid on pickle juice. Basically, yeah. Just buy some pickles. It's pour got in a twenty milligrams of calcium, sixty milligrams of potassium. So it's electrical electrolytes going. Electrolytes. On it's electrified. Um, you know, when some people just have too much time on their hands, they like. I don't know. Have you seen his tabs? He's got. Open. I know, but oh, yeah, how many of them are pickle related? <laughs> it's probably all just pickle. <laughs> probably a few of them. Pickle-based content. Yeah. It, He's buying a new pickle on the internet. This is the pickle pub yeah, now. The I like pic- the packaging. Is quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Where did, where did you get them from? Uh, Amazon. It's an Amazon. American brand. I can tell. Do you want to have a look at my... Oh, this is grim. Well, I'm just thinking of really novel things to sell in the gym. And I actually, wouldn't sell that. No, I would. I reckon, I reckon people would, you know. For endurance. Uh, yeah. You don't want to cramp. You don't want to cramp. Just be like intra-workout. Just there's, no, there's no carbs in it. My so. intra-workout is much cheaper than those. It's only good for your endurance athletes. Yeah, but this is for, this is for the plot. I hate them. Okay, fair enough. Pickle pod. Them. Pickle, this is. I just have one. Frame it. Your first pickle. You know, everyone like in Americans frame their first dollar. Frame your first pickle. I mean, it'll be that one, won't it? It'd yeah, be in two halves. Busted pickle. Should we have a funeral for the pickle? We should. Sweet bury it in the garden like a dog. Squirt that in oh. the pickle crack. Freeze it. There I feel go. like if someone was just listening to this and not watching it, they would probably be a little bit disturbed. To clarify, we don't mean a penis. We actually do mean oh, like a spongy pickle. Okay. So I'll throw that out there. Yeah, so it's a stress. This pickle is was given to me. It was a gift that was given to me. Oh, it is laying a, on the guilt thick. <laughs> it is a, um, you know, they're one of those stress balls. A stress ball. But also it's quite good for grip. I'm going to find it on the internet. It resembles a penis. If you just It resembles a large pickle. Or a penis, just yeah, I'm just saying. Well, what you, you what your penis he looks like when is he's up to you. when he's stressed, he likes to grip. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh, that's actually disgusting. I love Look it. Look at it. I just googled it, and it, that's no, not the same thing, is it? No, Next week, Chris going to buy one. The one in the, the second one. Yeah, the second one in is the one. Oh, okay. So stress, apparently, it's a, stress it's, pickle. There you go. It's a known stress pickle. It's a stress pickle. Jokes and gags. Squishy pals pickle. Gags. Interesting. Two pounds from Asda. Interesting choice of words. Gags. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, he said yes too. What, so, sorry? hello. What are we talking about? Put, put it down. What are we doing? What are we t- well, what are we I'm pl- looking at 
discussion points. Oh no, we're in trouble. Well, hang on. Did you prepare any discussion points? I for sent today? some in the chat, didn't I? Yeah, but can you remember them? No, I've got no internet now. My Vodafone have decided that my internet just doesn't work anymore. Okay, well, I do have Wi-Fi. for your own good. I don't know your Wi-Fi, though, do I? Yeah, I can give it to you. Yeah, connect me. Then I can get the discussion points. You can get an emotional support pickle. I if need more If you go to the... look for my Wi-Fi, then I'll share it with you. Which one is it? There's about 50. Oh, my God. You're such a fuss pot. I'm such a fuss pot. Yeah, such a... Does such it not usually, like, look for nearby people to suggest it to? Normally, it says, do you want the... To share with... Yeah, this is where he has not got your contact saved and it's really awkward. Oh yeah, he probably doesn't have my contact I do saved. have your saved, actually. Well, you're not coming up. It's not giving me prompting. What about yours, Michael? Is it prompting? W- what are we doing well, now? You don't have my Wi-Fi, do you, Michael? That'd be why then. Who's the fuss pot now, Christopher? Wait, hang on. If I go on the Wi-Fi, what's your Wi-Fi? Uh, BT Hub 6. What's your download speed? Uh, I don't know. It's not mega. Anything? <sighs> Get a life. No one, sh- no, like my phone doesn't want to share with any of you people. So maybe it's a so. you problem, not an us problem. I thought yeah, that. maybe it is. Take a me responsibility. Problem. Just take your bloody phone. If anyone knows how Thanks. to connect to Chris, we'll Wi Fi after. <laughs> no, too fair. So, anyone, I know it's a riveting conversation for the podcast listeners. It's not a great start. Yeah, well, someone, someone get your willy out. Did, um. No, because look what all happened to it. Valid. Yeah, don't break another pickle. That's the euphemism of something um, else. Like subjects, what do we have that Harry put in? Who's going to prison? Oh, yeah. Who's the most... But these are these aren't serious. Okay, you've got... I think it's very serious. Our biggest you, training yeah. mistakes. I think prison is a very serious matter, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Harry's suggested topics. Who's most likely to go to prison and why? Interesting. Yeah, he just came up on TikTok. Um, I was like, oh, our why? biggest training mistakes. Serious topic. Then a so- topic that says flip around, which I was worried about. The best thing we ever did to enhance our training. Oh, I see where you went there. Um, our guilty pleasures, which is worrying. I mean, mine's obviously pickle related. And then, uh, obviously, what to look for in a gym was was that's actually fairly equipment. Reasonable. See, <laughs> so on, let's go through them then. All right, go on. Well, how we have that? We can save that for the actual episode. Oh yeah, obviously. could do. We're just doing the catch up. Like we barely oh. even said hello to. <laughs> no, actually, before. one word answers to all those right now. <laughs> 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 Harry, <laughs> prison. <laughs> what am I going to prison Harry for? Prison, yeah. What are you going to prison what, for? I'm not actually not answer that on the podcast, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> that's for legal reasons. That's no, refrain from redacted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really think it's worth bringing up you in prison. To be honest, like I'd, I'd have a great time in prison. Yeah, I'm I'll sure lots of people have a good time if you went to prison. No, my bum was sore enough. To, to be make fair, it worse. you're restricted from sharp objects in prison, so that's useful. Restricted from sharp objects at home. That's I'm already in prison. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you're oh, well. Mental prison. I'm experienced and acclimatized to the prison environment. There you go. You might, you might become institutional. Here is tribute. That's what you're trying to say. Institution. Please don't arrest me. Please don't arrest me. I'm worried what might happen to me. I saw a video on um, Instagram the other day of mm. a kid who managed to drink an entire tub mm. of mass gainer powder mm. in under five minutes. I respect that. I had three scoops once I pooed my pants. He like mixed it all up into like five drinks and just downed mm. every drink. What mass gainer though? Because if it's not it mutant the, mass, um, mutant mass gave me lactose intolerance. L- mutant mass sent me to therapy. What, what's <laughs> the American stuff. brand that's in green tubs that Arnold once oh. had a range of uh, muscle, oh. farm. muscle farm? Muscle yeah, farm, yeah. Oh, it was a tub of theirs. Yeah, but in fairness, oh. most of these mass gains, like the Optimum Nutrition one, the big tub, like six kilos. I'm pretty sure it was like yeah, seven servings or something yeah. ridiculous. And they give you a shovel to use yeah. to put it in the mass gainers. Just used to freak me out. They're I just mean, full of so shit. Just have, just add more oats to things. Just eat more food, man. Like it's actually not that heavy. Oh, I can't get my calories in. Just eat more. Grow up. Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm hammering. Food, I'm having yeah. many a thousand calorie, and I have a little scoop of whey at night for extra protein. 
I haven't touched a mass gainer for years because the last time I did meter mass just gave me the darkness. Mm. But honestly, when I say meter mass was, I've I didn't even get any bigger. No, I got very unwell. Yeah, I constipated. Honestly, I remember like four scoops of meter mass would fill up a whole protein shake with no water. Yeah, you'd have a shaker or just, just a powder. powder. <laughs> so I was like, shit, what do I do? So I used to split two and two and yeah, mix yeah. it. And it was like twelve hundred calories for like both of them together, literally. Honest, yeah, and I used to much. just drink it and I remember I filled up I got three scoops in once and pour it down the drain nearly blocked my drain because it was just so th- you had to chew it, it I so took bad. the blender we had at home into work one of the gyms I worked Probably in broke. and yeah it filled the whole thing up and it just you know when it's like so thick it just instead of turning it just kind of went it, yeah it churns and I was just like cool that's going inside my body soon it's literally like <laughs> blending butter yeah. it's so bad cement it's it, kind of going around I remember because oh, Rich Piano used to obviously be sponsored by them and he was like yeah yeah Mutant Mass and after he came out and obviously left mutant. He was like, "Full of shit. Don't do it. <laughs> wor- really bad products. So bad Every for you. Don't waste your price. time." Yes, I was just there, like, "Yeah, man. I got very unwell every time I drank it. But I carried on going, thinking this is gonna help." Muscle fuel anabolic. USA. That's the first protein powder I ever yeah, bought. The black tub caught me in because it said anabolic. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it had steroids in it. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it would mean I was taking steroids without knowing. Yeah, it had a special ingredient in it. It's just more sugar, <laughs> and it tastes like shit. It was yeah. so bad. The USN used to have the biggest booth. Uh, body power yeah. before yeah USM were big boys yeah Massive. before Gymshark really blew up USM were like the boys and now they just now they just exist have you ever been have you ever represented on a stand at body power uh, I was on the I kind of no, yes and no like, I went to the vice grip stand when we were, had like a bit of a deal with them like the grip company uh. like clothing grip thing um, I spent a bit like an hour on the stand there but then we just went off elsewhere and went wandering Not Did, really. I just have with Biotech USA when they were making an effort in this, co- in this country <laughs> And then they just basically gave up on England and just took all their money back to Hungary. I don't blame them. I've given up in England too. And uh, obviously Mark Bell, I did stuff with him. You didn't improve your bench, didn't you, Slingshot? Yeah. Um, I was just in charge of taking... Like my, Basically, I wasn't sponsored by them. It was my wife that was. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. But I would turn up and clearly be handy with a camera and Mark would see that and be like, oh, you can come with me and do a load of interviews with us. So I just followed Mark around to interview people like Thor and yeah. Phil Heath and Jay Cutler and people like that, basically. So that was fun. Hmm. Yeah, but body power back in the day used to be so much. I used to genuinely, I used, used to, to love really it. Really look forward to it. We used yeah. to get a hotel room. Yeah, yeah. We used to get, yeah, oh, like a four a hot car load of people oh, up to so Birmingham. Fun. It was so fun. Two nights. Yeah. Oh, After the first night, so much pre-workout, just straight to the gym, yeah. all pulling to, PBs. And you go what? to a club in the evening. Yeah. No, that's never me. No, we used to go out. Then <laughs> yeah, we used to go, go out. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not me. Because he's just high on like. Two or three grams of caffeine. Everywhere it's just full of people in vests who think they're... People you saw an hour ago in the gym who you saw three hours before that in body power. Like, we're just hanging out now. The one thing they all have in common, or two things, they're all smaller in person. Yeah. And they all have horrendous skin. Yeah. All, um, like, big bodybuilders are quite small in person, though. Like... Every... Yeah. I was stood next to William Bonac for breakfast when I was in Madrid... Cause oh I, yeah, because I stayed in the same hotel as all the um, competitors at the Arnold Classic. Yeah, like by accident, and um, went down to breakfast. And like you've got every like Dennis Wolf's tucking into his breakfast. In fact, I had a photo with Dennis actually. And the, there's a tiny little hotel gym, and I remember going down there with my friend just to have a little shitty workout. And when I say a tiny hotel gym, it, it was this two. It was this room times two closet. Yeah, love that um, gym closet. But Dennis <coughs> was stood on. Um, a what were those vibrating platforms? Oh, of course he was. Grew up, Dennis. Oh, the um, <coughs> what are they called? Why can't I think of that? Anyway, you know the vibrate the, the vibrating platform, the plate things. Yes, that's it. Yeah, 
They were like, oh, it's like doing a thousand squats in a minute. No, but anyway, no, he he stood on that. He was hunched over it. I think he'd try to get like, he'd obviously flown in and obviously thought he'd maybe get some water out of his calves or something like that. But he was like doing little calf races while I stood on the, um, whatever it was called, vibrating plate. Why can't I think? What, what were they called? I know what you mean. So annoying. We, they were worth like five grand. They, they were so expensive. And they, uh, was, they just anyway. rattled my brain out. I sat on one once, just literally sat there. It just made me need a poo. Honestly, yeah, feet, no, people bowel like movements. doing dips on them. Oh, yeah, like they that. used to like market like, oh, it's a thousand squats per minute. No, it's not. So, no, Chuck it's five not. plates on there, go for some reps, yeah. grow Grab up. Sh- shake weight. Um, but yeah, but William Bonnock, so I stood next to him at breakfast and he's shorter than I am. But sometimes, obviously, when the shorter you are, the easier it is to get great proportions, isn't it, as well, a bodybuilder? M- less area to fill up, basically. But it's like the whole um, Arnold <coughs> versus uh, Franco. Yeah. Because obviously he was tiny, but he looked incredible. He did look good. But, um, but if he'd looked like that, but also been like significantly like a foot taller. Exactly. <laughs> significantly yeah. smaller. Yeah, there you go. I am, um, no, body power back in the day was glorious. Mm. I used to love it. I used to have the guys that would buy all the tubs of protein at full price. So you just spent £100 on that and you go to GSN yeah. and get that for 40 quid. Yeah, card. I went into uh, Holland and Barrett today um, and they are still selling... Uh, like a small, like a kilo, oh yeah, kilo grams. tub of ON for like thirty pounds. But then you could buy two point two kilos for like forty five on, oh, online. Or like Maxi Muscle, that was the one, wasn't it? Bad, yeah, Maxi Muscle. Maxi, Maxi Muscle. Maxi Muscle. I went and used that at Fitness First in Southampton. I first saw Maxi, Maxi Muscle. Maxi Muscle Cyclone. Cyclone. Because yeah. my when I was like the blue one, I remember it. Yeah. I was like four. Well, it was before the age of six because my parents divorced at six. And we, it must have been before the age of five, because it's when we That's lived... That's when you're bodybuilding, Chris. <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> it, was, it was before the age of five, because it's when we lived in the house I was born in. We left there when I was five. I opened up a cupboard once, and there's just loads of maxi-muscle things. And my dad had orange-flavoured protein. I'll never forget that. Orange? Yeah, yeah. Now, so my concern, like, you know oh, these days with yeah. protein powders, you can get clear whey. That kind I, of I have that. What the that fuck is that? It's shit? like squash. It's actually it's like, really it's good. Like squash. Is it nice now? It's, 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 it's actually, actually okay. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like it's squash with 20 grams of protein. And you're like, yeah, I have cranberry and raspberry one. It's Sit a couple right. of ice cubes in there. It's actually all right. Can you bring some next time for of me course. to try, please? Genuinely, yeah, actually, it's a bloody good invention. We'll have a little. Yeah, we'll have no, a, we'll it's li- changed it. Because I didn't like the milk milk kind of way. I just hated the chocolate and the strawberry and whatever. I just got bored of it. So these came out and it's like apple, bitter lemon. Yeah. There's like a mojito one. Okay, bring some of that. We we'll do a little. Like, I get some samples. Taste. They, honestly, they're yeah. actually, they're actually, they're all right. Yeah, there's always a bit of a, a slightly proteiny aftertaste. It's like a expect, filmy kind yeah. of texture afterwards, but it's it's still whey protein. Twenty so. grams of protein for some squash. Yeah, pretty good. It's not bad. And I smash back squash. He does. I am. To be fair, I don't think either of you combined have drunk as much squash as I have in my lifetime as a. Robinson's apple and blackcurrant. Oh yes, of course, yes, classic. I will get. I have drunk that exact drink since I was born, basically, and I will do several bottles a week of it. Not several bottles a week, maybe two bottles a week. But um, to the point to the point where about fifteen years ago, I noticed they had changed the flavour. They they had. I bet you wrote to them. They have. And I wrote them a letter. (laughs) Do it. I can smell it. Um, Dear Mr. Robinson. Basically, <laughs> I wrote to, I wrote them an email. I'm very cross. <laughs> and I'm like, something's happened here. You've made a change to the product. What the what what have you I'm done? I'm furious. Yeah. What have you done? 
and they eventually wrote back to me. Eventually, saying, how many letters? Three years later, <laughs> it was four a, letters in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every letter, a, a letter a day for a year. Yeah, yeah it's like Shawshank Redemption. Day two of waiting for you to <laughs> yeah. respond. Um, they replied quite quickly, to be fair, and they basically said, essentially, we have take they we've made it more natural it's got more natural ingredients now who needs like, to be natty i don't need your natty no. ingredients no. Need more test. I, mean, I even said to him i only have one bottle left of the original <laughs> flavor it's on ebay now <laughs> four grand <laughs> it's like kind of, it's like vintage wine you just keep hold of Still it, got it sunny sunny d do you remember when they changed sunny d oh because it was full of like cancer basically yeah oh i loved it loved it on the walls back in the california day, I, used to, I, used to, oh, I used to inject it it was so good then i yeah. used to get like really bad migraines after yeah, drinking yeah. it and then my doctor was like yeah something in that's not agreeing with you I was like it's worth it you got diabetes now <laughs> yeah, literally. he's so ill I loved it oh, I could what t- are you drinking right now this is a can of ghost energy that I just bought for far too much money in a convenience store near you which one um in the um it's near the Greggs oh it's in the precinct yeah uh, okay oh, right I on the know. corner Green signage. Oh God, no. They got everything in there. They got loads of like American candy and stuff in there as well. I bet they were like fifty pounds a corner. Bite. Yeah, so right in the corner, green signage of the precinct. Yeah, like if you're going to walk back towards the car park past, um, is it Little? Yes. Yes. Oh, so it's in the alley. It's on the corner. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, is it the one that's like got like sells fruit and veg and stuff yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's quite new. That. Okay, yeah. cool. So they've got they've levelled up, have they? One of these. Yeah. Shit. Four what flavour is it? Um, blue. Oh, lovely bit of blue. <laughs> blue raspberry, whatever love, one of those. Do love <laughs> blue. Of it's the distinct taste. You know what it is, but you can't quite describe it. Blue someone. WKD. Yeah, actually. Sour Patch Kids, though. Um, they've also got a Warheads one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice can. Um, we'll Just let you know how I feel in about <laughs> half an hour when I finish it. Nice can. I'll yeah. see what the state of my toilet is when you leave. Um, yeah. caffeine's in it, actually. I had that thing the other day where you're in the supermarket or just somewhere else and you see someone that you recognise from the gym but you don't talk to them when you're at the gym. Oh, yeah. However, if you see them out... Oh, it's weird, isn't it? You have to nod. Is yeah. it? Who was it? I, d- I can't... I he can't. doesn't know. <laughs> he just knows him from the gym. Guy or girl? It was a guy. Big. Uh, um, yes, moderately. Nah, weak. But anyway, so... but. We all have that thing where you've never spoken to them at the gym, but it's like, yeah, we know each other. Give them the nod, walk on. Isn't it on. like, do you ever see your teachers outside of school? You just see them wandering I mean, around and you're my, like... Um, not anymore. Well, that was like 20 years back ago. Hang on a minute. Back in the day, my, yeah. my, my, back in the day, like two years ago, my friend matched with our old, no. old teacher on Hinge. For the and, plot. And then she, he, she was like, you don't remember. He was like, you don't remember me, do you? She was like, no. She was like, oh, you used to teach me. And she was like, unmatch. <laughs> She's blocked. Yeah, literally, that's, I mean, that's the would. end of the story. That, there's no teacher in their right mind would want to go. I don't know. Have you seen the news in I'll America? See, the news gets a bit spicy. I was going to say, you get all these students that are like yeah. getting off with their teachers and their teachers get arrested. Yeah, I mean, like, it does happen. But ultimately, it's self-respecting people on, on dating platforms probably aren't hunting out their students. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what school these kids are going to because back in the, the day, the only teacher that showed any interest in me was a 70-year-old man who used to watch me in the shower. I mean, he's still watching you. He probably is. He used to, and that's that's a true story. I'm, you know, I'm I'm not going to give you a real name, but hello, Sibbo. If you're listening to this, you might be dead. I'm not sure, but I remember what you said about me washing my body in the shower. I'm not going to forget that. I hope for his sake he is not here anymore. Because <laughs> well, he, I mean it. We used to go shower. Obviously, it was all boys' school. And he used to sit there. Like you had this big like communal space. It's like a doorway, and there's a chair in the middle with of loads of like showers in there. And he'd stand in the doorway just, wa- and he'd like there was no eye contact. It was 
pickle contact and he'd stare at your penis and then he'd just look look, and then be like is that where your ferocious bumhole cleaning regimes come from well you never know what's going to happen if you bend over in front of Sibbo and then mm, he uh, I have a good idea maybe what but he um, and then he used to be like oh make sure you wash the blood sweat and tears off otherwise That's... I'll do it myself right. and oh god, and I, I'm sh- oh, god Mike has left the chat <laughs> it was it was really bad and then I look back at it because I was like 14, 15 I look back and I was like that's just kind of problematic isn't it that's not nice. A lot of things that have happened in your life are kind of, you're probably looking back at, unpicking a little bit. Yeah. A few things have happened. Yeah. And then the he, therapist is there being like, I'm just going to get another pad. Yeah, literally. <laughs> he stands in the doorway so you can't leave until he's satisfied with how much you've washed yourself. You think I'm joking as well? That's I dead mean, serious. I don't. That's actually dead serious. Yeah. I, I know, I, be- I believe you. I believe we went to my school, I it was wild. You. Good. Good stuff. And that's what's made me the man I am today. So, anyway, who's going to prison? <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. I've already been conditioned from here. You just push the button now. Yeah, all right, fine, okay. (laughs) They pointed at me. Right, we're into the big numbers now, guys. It's episode 26. Have yes. You f- feeling good. What a landmark number that is. I don't know is why. It's not really, but uh, here we are. So uh, welcome back to another episode of Pump Fiction with me, Christy Fellows, Harry Moore and Michael Carter. Um, Hi. It's always a pleasure. I mean, it's it's usually a bit strange, um, but we're not going to break tradition from that. At this stage, we've gone a little bit too far to go back. Now we've kind of opened the box somewhat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how are we, chat? Yeah, Mike, you're right. Yeah, good. Caffeinated. You are. I mean, your your in, your dependence on energy drinks is is concerning. Could you know what? I actually don't really drink that many outside this podcast now. It's, it's just mainly us. just to to get the uh, we, uh, figure. You really need to hype yourself up just to get through these episodes. Is I that do. What I do now. From old age, could be. This has got alpha GPC in it. Could be drugs. What the fuck is alpha GPC? It says alpha, so it must be good. It's um, it's to help with executive function of the brain. Executive function. I'd have any of that. Well, it. maybe you need some of this. <laughs> yeah, maybe that fix my BPD. That would. Um, they get cured it. Maybe mm. or maybe take it the other. He needs therapy. He needs therapy. Um, Just have some of that. How's the um? How's all the TikToks going? We're now. Well, like, we've run out now. Oh, so we're now. This is it. This is the TikTok content. Yeah. And um, I did say in the chat the other day it would be nice if you two could wear some <laughs> brighter colours. And I don't own any. You've both I got actually, black I again. do actually own, and I did think about this one was in the car, and I still didn't do anything about it. Because I was looking at the um, YouTube cover shots, because obviously now on YouTube we just take a nice pick from each episode, because admin-wise that's a lot easier. We'll um, do it at the end as well, because it means I can find it easier. Yeah, that we'll do that at the nice. end. Nice. But I noticed yeah. that like 90% of our episodes are just you two in black t-shirts. It's the uniform. And me in a vest of some sort, which yeah. today I've obviously broken free but from. But remember, going to TikTok, you don't lift. Oh, I agree. That's so funny. I run. I oh, run now. I this? barely live. The, the, some, every now and then, someone comments on a TikTok of Chris in a TikTok saying, "Why this small boy saying this? <laughs> this boy doesn't even look like he can bench a plate." And I'm just <laughs> so obviously I pipe up. I reply to all of them. I plate said, of pickles. I said, "Do you even lift? Uh, how much do you? Are bench? you defending me? I yeah, hope I you are. Do, I, the, most your of honor. Me, your most honor. of them is just me simply replying one v one me on Rust. What's your KD? I saw that. Yeah. Someone then replies, "What, uh, what does KD mean?" I said, "Enough said." Look yeah, there. if you have to ask that question, get out. Then what what does KD mean? Kill death ratio. Oh, Not on COD in real life. Remember that. Be careful. Next <laughs> time you comment, see what happens. Do you think I might find your address? Yeah. I will. I mean, I can. 
I used to bench two plates, but now I don't bench anymore. No, you bench is so. three. Who are you? You could go with it. Go with it. Okay, what's that? No, you bench three. Oh plates. yeah, no, I used to yeah. bench two. Now I bench three. Yeah. Yeah. He used to two, two on one side, one on he the other. He used to bench two, then he hit puberty. Now yeah. he benches three. You wait till he hits that steady decline. Five. Once, uh, once I get, Test. once I get to my fortieth birthday and treat myself with testosterone, then we'll see what happens. I suppose. First jab on camera. Or help. Well, could, do you think that would work? I think that might get banned. You might get demonetized. Oh wait, we don't get money anyway. Yeah, we're we not. Go. We're not there. We're about halfway to money, aren't we? Yeah, something like that. Halfway to halfway money. Halfway to money. That's so, the name of the episode. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to this, go on YouTube, subscribe to us, and Avogadro, please. It helps us get I'm gonna money. Right. I'm going to write like an old soul record called Halfway to Money. Yeah, there you we go. Can get a good like ten pounds. And a we month. can do that on the thirtieth one. You can put that in. I mean, I can get a guitar out now, plug it in, and we can do some like. Like you Strumming. can do some screaming, and I'll do some. Yeah, like you can put the distortion up to eleven, and off we go. Some light strumming. These go to eleven. Pickles are. Pickle, strum your pickle. He's got pickle dysfunction now. Yeah, I've got a defected pickle because <laughs> a pill won't because a of one of you two. A pill won't save that. Um, yeah, note no, note that no one admitted to busting my pickle. Innocent until proven guilty. Mm, mm. Natty until proven juicy. Good stuff, good stuff. There is a glint of suspicion hovering over Harry's... <laughs> There's this, always suspicion. If this someone... is what will land you in prison, ultimately, for breaking another man's pickle. I'll just laugh. If someone says to you, Harry, did you kill that person? I'm like, no. Just to see what happens. And they're like, you yeah. did. If I actually did. Look what, what do you think I did? <laughs> what would you say? Whatever you think I did, prove it. There you go. But um, what are we talking about today, chaps? That is the question I'm asking both of you right now. Uh, I'm going to pass going to pass wind um who's going to prison and why we've done that that's yeah, you that's easy um, you basically proffered what to look for in a gym or what do we look for in a gym it was one of your subjects what to look for in gym biggest training mistakes and the best things we've done to help our training okay so bang 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 let's start with biggest training mistakes because i feel like um Starting. everyone's made mistakes uh, yeah, in life i'm still making for, many i am a mistake so i'm used to it i'd say <laughs> for me to start i would say my biggest training mistake was more thinking that by putting on like 15 kilos i was going to get massive and i probably did gain some muscle but i just got fat basically that's right that's what we like i like that um fat chris era i was yeah i had i had that era where i just was like well obviously when i first started down for bodybuilding i was tiny like if i pull up a picture and show you in a minute you'd be like wow because ultimately, um, I obviously went straight on a deficit for like, you know, six months from to get to my first competition. Oof. I was dedicated to it. I didn't I had one cheat meal in six months and that was four weeks before my competition just because I just wanted to get it done. Mm. And I and also it was like a very, very slow cut, so it was not severe at all. And in that way it was probably quite beneficial. I was bone dry for it because it was all done very carefully. Um but then after the competition, I was like, right, I do really need to get bigger now. So in my own, I don't know whose idea it was actually now I think about it. Was it my idea? Was it someone else's idea? But anyway, it was like, right, I just need to get bigger. So 5,000 calories a day was yeah. my goal. And I R. was R. basically making my breakfast was I'd make in a frying pan with loads of oats and raisins and honey and uh, butter and eggs and stuff. Stir it all together. Frying pan in the oven. Make a huge flapjack that was that big, one thousand five hundred calories. And then I would break that up and just eat that for breakfast. And then throughout the day, loads of rice. And then I'd get to the evening and be like, "Shit, I've still got a thousand calories to go." So I'd basically make my own little rice pudding with more rice, um, effectively like custard, 
uh, Nutella, peanut butter, <laughs> more honey, and just basically load and load that in. Yeah. So I was just absolutely. <laughs> he was getting about fifty grams of protein a day, four hundred grams <laughs> yeah. of sugar. I was, yeah. I was still getting about, I was still getting like two hundred grams of protein oh, because I obviously that. I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't weigh just a lot at this it. point. Of those 5,000 calories, only 800 of those calories are from protein. I love the idea of it. It's like if you ask a child, like, you can do your own set menu today. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, M&M's for breakfast. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> so I got from, I went from um, a stage weight of 66 kilos for my first competition. And I made my way up to 90 kilos. Wowzer. Bloody hell. And then when I dieted back down again for my next competition, I weighed, 67. At, I weighed in <laughs> six, six and a half. I weighed in at around uh, seventy kilos. So I'd made progress and yeah, this was over some of the it. Uh, so for a couple of years I was quite large if I show you the pictures. And then but but I had to drop twenty kilos essentially in fifteen weeks, which I did. Fair play. Um I just was so in the early days, I was so bizarrely focused on what i needed to mm. do and what i wanted to achieve there's something to be said about once you break a certain weight barrier though it gets easier to get back there uh, so there is there is that i agree with that i think the first time you ever diet for a competition is always the hardest it's like really draining and mentally tricky but after i did a few competitions and and diets yeah. it just became so easy to do like i do just drop into that mindset and also the body was so much more accepting of like shedding the fat sure. yeah, and yeah. also when I put the fat back on again it was more evenly distributed I do feel that is a real thing um, but that yeah so my biggest mistake I think was definitely just getting getting too wham it's getting too big what about you? shit I don't really know I think my biggest mistake was not really understanding what I was doing I used to go in and bench press every session but like, yeah I'll do and then to call it there that was pretty much my training I didn't train back for ages didn't train legs properly for ages I don't know. I, I think most of my mistakes from training results. Actually, what it was, the biggest thing was just not eating. Mm, so for the first yeah. few years of my training, Same. I did not track any food. I just ate, and when I I was probably on about eighteen hundred calories a day. Like I'd have maybe a bit of cereal for breakfast, a sandwich, and what was your thought process? Uh, eat. I never had a big appetite, so I was like, I could just train, and then I realised. I didn't get didn't get any bigger really. I was like, oh, I'm not really growing. They started eating and suddenly packed on about twenty something kilos. It amazes me mm. the amount of people that want to want to gain muscle or get big and they're skinny and they're like, oh, I don't. I've trained really hard. I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. I didn't even train hard. I just I was really I just didn't know what to do. There was so much crap information out there back then. This is obviously before the internet was really big enough for me to re really learn from things. Mm. So this is like ten years ago. T Nation. Yeah, this is even before I knew what T-Nation was. And I was just like, I just don't know what to do. Then eventually I found out what macro tracking was. And I was like, oh my Lord. I was like, I don't have to eat chicken and rice <laughs> like six times a day. And that's what I thought bodybuilding mm. was. So as soon as I found out I could actually eat with freedom and actually had to eat more, I was like, I could do this. Because so imagine if you started now with all the tools we have available. Oh, famous. I'd be on the Olympia stage never. Still. <laughs> Still would not be eating enough calories. I would have, I'd be, I'd probably, Same. I probably would have hopped on gear at 19. It, well, yeah, oh, that's I think true, that's the problem, actually. isn't it, the, now? For the TikTok. If, yeah, if, if, yeah. if, if we all started over again and the media was where it's at now with, with the information it's putting out and the exposure yeah. to drugs that is now, I think we'd all have been on stuff straight away because we'd assumed yeah. that was what you needed. I think if I could go back and do it again now, what I'd do is I'd probably like start training at like 16 have like a good five to seven years of actually like properly eating like actually really nearly kind of milking what i can for those like let's say seven years and then hop on gear i think early 20s i think it's Probably fair if, you, yeah, if yeah. you've if you like really pushed hard through those growth years definitely 
But I think more for like, if I was thinking about longevity, then obviously you'd leave it for as long as possible. But mine would more be for social media benefit, for also competitive benefits. Mm. This is this was always my rationale <coughs> for gear taking was that I was never, I never like looked dimly on anyone who took gear, apart, unless there was no real good reason for it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a the risk, people who competed. Like some of my friends that competed at high level and they were making money out of their competitions, no, or why would you not, yeah. or they were sponsored. Or they it's were a job, paying, isn't it? They were, it became their job, right? Mm. So the minute you qualify for Olympia, let's say you qualify for Olympia naturally, which mm. Ryan did, which I think is ridiculous. The minute he did, he was like, "Well, it's not a level play. I'm, I'm going to go. What's the point of yeah. you doing Olympia Already lost like, like this?" Yeah. What's well, the thing? I think obviously I always say like obviously drug use. Do, do what's best for you is uh, typically I would say try and leave it for as long as possible and mm. if you're a youngster let's say teenager or early 20s probably you haven't developed enough really consider no. it unless you do want to push the competitive scene like Sam Sulek for example he's obviously helped on very young but he's actually probably going to do quite quite well in competitions um, I really, and that, that's I, his life. I'm probably accepted the risks yeah yeah but, but yeah. for yeah. most people you don't care enough about stepping on stage to take gear as a and really negatively impact your future life as a 20 year old probably if you are going to hop on wait for a little while it's actually something I think you said on another episode which has stuck with me about this idea of it kind of being like a life sentence yeah, yeah. it's like if you're happy to be like that's you, the main it, thing that stops me. Yeah, it's like, w- think about going on holiday. I think you mentioned this. Yeah. It's like, you have to now consider taking your things with you. And, and some yeah. places you can't. A lot Most of, places you can't. Yeah. A lot of young guys that say 20, say, oh, I want to go traveling after uni, 21 years old, and they're on gear. I'm like, how can you get TRT for six months when you're not prescribed it? You can't. Yeah. Your natural testosterone may take a little while to come back, and you probably don't have the facilities in place to bring it back naturally. You're screwed. You're going to feel flaccid as shit when you're out there traveling, feeling pretty crap about yourself. Yeah. So you you got to think about those things. If you want to get a prescription, that's a bit of an ordeal. Unless you go privately, and then you've got to pay money for it. I mean that mm. that's the main reason that I like. Even for me, thinking about eventually getting on testosterone. If I were to do that, then basically I have to con- continue to do that forever. Is that what you're saying? Probably. Yeah. Not necessarily, but realistically, if you're going on TRT, you would only go on TRT to commit to that for the rest of your life because it's like why why would you hop on something to bring your levels to where they should be to not commit to that forever and then come off it and not, will it go down again yeah and they'll just plummet yeah obviously this replacement yeah therapy yeah i, I mean, mean i know a doctor you can speak to who help yeah i know i just feel like it's too much admin it is and it's the inconvenience of if you do go when you do have a prescription you don't have to bring it with you you actually have to justify that show the prescription while you've got needles on your bag so many things you've now got to jab yourself twice a week and then it's like if you're out, if you forget it, you, you, it's just a bit like, oh, God, what's mm. going on? Yeah, it does sound like a bit of a stressor. It's a bit, yeah. It's but that's what, when you're 21, you don't think about that. Well, you don't because think about you, don't, you don't think a year ahead, two years, three, five years ahead, and then you're like, oh, shit. You think about the weekend, that's about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, kids aren't thinking about the future with any of this. Or like the, the, the likes on Instagram, like, oh, you're looking really big now, and you're like, oh, that makes me feel good. I but bet I, they're all still miserable, though. I mm. see quite a few guys coming into the gym that I train at, and... I'll see them one month and they'll be like, wow, he looks big. And then I'll see him another month and it'll just be like, you just look a bit shit. And it's yeah. like, Cycled. I, don't, I don't want that fluctuation because mm-hmm. ultimately it doesn't. And also mentally, what's that doing to you? If like you look in the mirror, like I remember speaking to a guy at a gym a couple of years ago and, and he was like, oh, it's so it's such a good feeling being being on, on juice. But then when he's off it, I could tell that he was obviously just miserable because ultimately he doesn't look very good and he doesn't feel very good. Mm. So it's like... These these highs and lows just don't seem horrendous. It's one thing that natural people don't really have to consider in a lot of cases is that when you hop on gear and you go down that route, you actually have to accept that 
you actually have to regress. So you go on a cycle, make the progress. When you come off, you're going to regress a bit. Mm. No matter what, you, you might maintain, but a lot of times you probably will regress a bit. Yeah, and yeah. But natural people don't have to think about that. They don't think about, oh, I, I need to regress to progress. You actually have to be like, I'm getting smaller every week and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm getting weaker every week. I'm getting a bit smaller every week. I feel a bit worse myself. And you're just waiting until the next cycle starts to be like, now I can get going again. Now I can move forward. It's like two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. Whereas naturally, you can make smaller steps forward more consistently Mm. until a point, obviously. Yeah. But it's just, it's obviously, you'll think about how it's going to impact your mental health. Some people get, they hop on a bit of tests and they feel like a god and you're like, oh, well done. Other people run two grams of gear and actually not really feel any different. It really depends on the person. Yeah. But then Mm. when you hop off and your natural testosterone levels, plummet like i think we know how impactful hormonal fluctuations can be women mm. when on their periods for example look at how much that can negatively impact their lives their moods their, their health and all yeah, sorts yeah. it's almost like you have to go through like menopause as a man when you come off because you just menopause. lose menopause because you'll you'll you yeah. keep you might keep a lot of your estrogen but you'll lose a lot of your testosterone mm. and then well, yeah you your, your estrogen comes up to kind of level things out doesn't it yeah. and then all of a sudden your <coughs> test is dropped and your estrogen still quite high and it's just like there's that whoop. that's usually where a lot of these skin issues come from when people go on gear that oh gear gave me bad skin it's well, that didn't necessarily what actually can really contribute to bad skin is hormonal fluctuations if your hormones yeah, yeah. are steady your skin is usually like might be okay if your hormones are fluctuating you're on then you're off that's when you start breaking mm. out normally when you start cycle or when you finish cycle mm. well i'm not gonna lie you haven't sold it to me so um we'll park <laughs> we'll park that one for now i think um, a list of pros and cons. Yeah, definitely. Right, um, Michael, your um, mistakes in training or gym life. Well, I kind of had similar ones to you guys. Like one that I did think was, yeah, not really knowing what I was doing. Mm. Probably not following a program for long enough. Like yeah. long enough program hopping. Mine was probably also thinking to move the needle less. I used to always do big wholesale changes when I wanted to. I, I'm gonna threw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, so it was like, all right, go buy the protein powder. Right, get the, and it's good to have a plan in place. But it was such an adjustment period from my current lifestyle to my new lifestyle. I didn't stick to it because as soon as one thing derailed, like I don't know, I missed my shake, mm. like my my tenth shake I was supposed <coughs> to have that day. All of a sudden, my brain was like, oh, you've not really followed it today. Right, we'll start again tomorrow. And then it would just get into the. I used to get into that cycle a lot. I'd do something for a couple of weeks, and then I'd kind of fade out of it because life would get in the way and I just didn't have a very sustainable plan mm. so I think that's what I would go back now and do is I'd start like with the the building blocks that we talk about training program I'd probably find a mentor as well someone yeah, that was lot, yeah. further ahead that you know in my formative that was years the, the best thing that ever happened to me was obviously when we, I got into it because I met Ryan yeah. like straight away like when I wanted to get into the gym I was like because my other half was looking for a coach for competing and I have found him. He was running a kids' gym locally in Bracknell, and I spoke to him, and and it was the best thing I ever did. And I think that is, for me, the best advice I could give to someone starting out, is to maybe not rely on the internet. Find someone bigger than you. Figure out what they did. That's it. Yeah. Find yeah, yeah. someone with like a wealth of experience who's walked the walk, who's been through the highs and the lows, who can basically educate you and give you some good information and just work closely with you because the internet can't do that the internet isn't personal and ultimately for every argument you find to do one method on the internet you'll find someone trashing that argument yeah Yeah, so you'll only ever find that you'll only ever keep searching the internet until you find a narrative that suits you and that isn't really the best thing because ultimately you don't know what you want you're just looking for an easy path yeah If Yeah. if you're using the internet to find information to find what you want you won't stop until you find 
if you find the easiest option or something that yeah. that you think suits you. Passively well, resistance. Correct. So yeah. therefore, get someone to do it for you. Like when I, I know I harp on about a lot, but when I got into running, I was quite, when I decided I was going to run a marathon, I was like, right, I got as far as I have. I did a 10K quite well on my own. A marathon is a serious thing. And if I leave it to me to figure this out, I'm going to overthink everything and I'm just going to be second guessing myself all the mm. time. And also there are going to be days when I don't want to do it. So therefore, add all that together, you need a coach to make you do the things on the days you don't want to do and to mm. also take away the, th- <coughs> the the thought process, take away all the unknowns and just guide you through it. I agree. Yeah. Which actually leads into what have we done that's helped the most there you go well that's mine is basically always looking for professional advice and always never being that person who thinks thinks they know better because they've read a few articles you must have had tons of clients who've come to you and said oh i read this thing um maybe i should be doing that yeah no you should be doing what i tell you to do i see lots of coaches like that as well really yeah they suffer from that kind of you know, I, I know I've got the qualification. So, yeah, you probably do know, well, you used to know more than the average person. But I'd actually say nowadays, the average PT qualification, the level three, is such basic knowledge. There's probably more general pop people that probably know more than the average PT now. Yeah, I'd agree. I would agree, actually. Especially if you don't go continued <coughs> development like Harry and I have done over the years. We've well, spent I'm not, money. I'm not a qualified PT, but I'd hazard a guess that I know more than a lot of qualified PT. If you put yourself next to a hundred of the average PTs in this country, you'd probably you'd probably better stand out in that. But just because you don't have a piece of paper. Yeah. But mind you, you could coach online. For, yeah, you, you could. Yeah, I thought about it, but equally I just don't have the fucking time. No, so. it's a, another project. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love doing things. I love helping people who want to be helped. The amount of advice I gave to friends over the years that just... Uh, the ask hole is the is the type of person that that mm. basically asks you a ton of questions and does nothing with it. They like the idea of getting in yeah, shape. It's enough for them. But then when you break it down for them and they say, "Oh, so I I have to not drink as much at weekends." So, that so is what not do I help. do for this? Yeah. Well, how do I get rid of the fat here? So, mm, okay, bit of a <laughs> tricky one. I think it's one of the things of um. I think one of the things that can help a lot of people is take pride in whatever you do. If you're going to do something, you're going to invest five days into the gym do it properly if you're going to do something do it properly or don't bother do it at all in the sense that if you're going to invest that time anyway get the most out of it whatever that may be for your mental health your physical health just take pride in whatever you're doing and just become the best version of yourself in that capacity if you're going to become a runner just be the best runner you can be if you're going to be a dad be the best dad you can be i think same with training if you're going to get into training and it's really enhanced your life and it's something you want to take seriously be the best trainee that you can be yeah show up for yourself yeah essentially yeah. It's, it, i think it's one of those things like i've said so many times before it's one of the few aspects of life in which you can directly control the progress you make and you are you are responsible for that mm. obviously you've got health considerations things like that but let's assume you're healthy you're well the only person who is going to make you better make you bigger make you stronger make you faster is you and if you're not doing any of those things you're not doing enough sleep better sleep more eat better eat more train better train more like whatever maybe those are all controllables and it's one of the things no one's gonna do that for you it's you have to do that yourself mm. and you need to take pride and i think responsibility for your progress within the gym which is something i think a lot of people struggle to do they how many people you see in the gym that have looked the same for three years most of my friends there you go and, but <laughs> most people in most gyms unfortunately yeah. but if that's what they want i respect it that's their goals i fully respect that but if they say oh, I'm, i haven't really progressed for three years i really want to get bigger i want to get bigger. no you don't if you wanted to get bigger, you'd get bigger. Oh, it's yeah. not that easy. Actually, sometimes is actually that easy. No, I, it's about priorities. I would say yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a solid example to people that know me. I've progressed for the last 10 years. I've never stopped progressing to the point where I'll see 
guy that I train with, Lawrence, and I like, I'll be, I'm make, I've made progress on my arms this year, for example, something mm. I used to struggle with. Mm. So I've made progress, I've made progress on my chest, my shoulders. And he can say to me, like, I, he even said to me the other day, you are like, I'm still making progress at the end of the day. He still sees that. As long as you're moving forward. And for me, that just keeps me motivated. And I just don't understand a lot of people that I've known over the years that habitually will go to the gym four or five days a week because they they enjoy it. It's part of their, what they want to do. They want to look good. But they're still not willing to really address like their diet and what they do outside of the gym, all that sort of stuff. And if that makes them happy, I, I respect it. But I'm similar with you is... You're investing this much time into it. You might as well. You might as well get something back. That's so true. Um, you don't even need to invest more time. You just need to better quality. Just be more efficient. Yeah, you, yeah. you actually probably invest less time. You should have to probably think a bit more beforehand to get a yeah. bit of a routine in place. I think it's just one of those yeah. things of people want things, but then they realise to get from here to here, it's actually quite easy. To get from here to here, shit me, that gets hard. That's when you really got to start locking things in. They're like, oh, that's too much for me. So well, if that's too much for you, then it's just not, not for you. It's that first line that is the initial <coughs> kind of motivation. We talked about motivation yeah, before. Yeah. Like, oh, cool, I've seen a couple of, re- a couple of results here yeah, and there. Yeah. And it's like, right, now in order to sustain that level of result, you now need to do even more work than you did before. And they're like, oh, well, I kind of felt yeah. like this was going to be one and done, really. I didn't really want to mm-hmm. commit oh, so to this. Um, so you do the diet, you, you reduce your calories and stuff, but to stay in that shape, I have to... Keep eating. You know, when can I go back to what I was doing before? When can I go back to eating all the shit I ate before? But and look better. <laughs> You're like, uh, you can't. Sorry. It's even like even the bulky. I don't. I don't enjoy eating that much food. But I'm like, you know, it's a part time job at uh, that point. Yeah. Isn't it? To get to where I want to be, I have to do it, and it's it's. I don't enjoy this, but I'll enjoy that. And to get that, I have to do this. You, you yeah, the process you can get yeah. on board with because it's to where you want to go I think that's li- led back to what we talked about before if you don't really know where you're going you won't really like the process yeah if I say drive to Ma- like drive you say where if I say get to Manchester you'll figure out a way to get there yeah do you mean you need to know where you're going to figure out how to get there I think if someone came to me and said oh you'll from tomorrow you'll never progress in the gym again then I'll, f- I'll move on I'll find something else find yeah. a new challenge I'll that, find, uh, that, yeah. that was why I started looking for new challenges yeah. last year because it's like I felt like I wasn't making a, as much progress as I used to I wasn't competing anymore I needed new challenges I needed ways to get better at something yeah mm. I think I think I said too much time in life previously being stagnant in some capacity be that like mental progression physical whatever it's like at that point you turn around and say Life's too short to be stagnant. Yeah. I want to constantly yeah. keep moving forward. I know it's not that easy, but I want to at least keep trying. I think one other thing that's worth mentioning is people need to not have a certain opinion of themselves all the time in that, oh, I couldn't do that. It's like the other day, I get people, I do get friends asking me about running because obviously I talk about it a bit on my socials now. And so they, they'll be like asking me about footwear and stuff like that for running because they want to do a little bit. A friend messaged me the other day saying about footwear and he says, oh, I want to get into running, but I could never do what you do. I'm only just thinking of doing five, ten k, and I'm thinking, well, why have you, why have you immediately limited yourself? Also, why are you comparing as well? Yeah, equally, I don't. I'm not asking anyone to compare, but like, I feel like the the worst thing people can do for themselves in their in their own progression is to basically decide what they're capable of. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. Mean. Because the minute you do that, you've put yourself in a box. Now, my thought process, whenever I start something, in my mind, if I work hard enough, I can be the best I can be at that. I could I could, I could, could win things. Like I look at, I, in my mind, if I was given the opportunity to be a Formula One driver, if I had the money, I'd be good enough to win it. That's in my mind. That's how I feel about it. But there'll be people out there who would look at it and go, oh, I could never do that. And yeah. I just feel like 
the biggest mistake people make is underestimating themselves. I think it's one thing. Instead of uh, saying, I could never do that, why not say, I don't want to do that? I could, That's fine. but I don't want to. Yeah, but I feel like people will not give 100% to something because they feel like I'm not. they're not capable of it. I just think more people need to believe in themselves. Yeah, self-preservation of the ego. And it's that like, becomes a self I couldn't do. Well. I couldn't do a marathon because actually that seems really hard and I don't want to think about myself failing. So I'll do 5K. Wait, that feels nice. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. You're, you're the, as you said before, the only person who can control what you're capable of achieving is yourself. So therefore... If there's something you want to do and right now you don't think it's possible, then invest in finding out how to make that possible because everything is possible. I say mm. this to a client sometimes is that is that if you actually do exactly as I tell you, like genuinely if you do exactly as I tell you, I can nearly guarantee you will achieve the results you want. But you probably won't do what I tell you. And that's, I can't make you. I, mm. I, can only, I can only guide you. I can't force you. That's, that's where your accountability comes in. But if, you, if I say, if, here's what you're going to do. Do this to a T. I, there is no way you would not like achieve a good result. Like in mm. you just can't because you are doing all the fundamental principles that you need to like align with. And if you don't achieve results, then you've you've done something wrong. I literally got a text from a client today where she <coughs> and these I train husband and wife and oh, yeah, they're yeah. great. They follow everything, and they've just come back from a holiday. And she texted me today, just like she she she's a big talker in her sessions, but we don't really communicate yeah, outside sessions very much. Um. And she sent me this really long text that basically just, in a nutshell, just said, like, thank you, because I've always worried about wearing a bikini. They just went to Mexico. Mm, I really worry about wearing my bikini. And I've just met up with an old friend who's not seen me for a while, and they said I look so happy. That's good. And I I look good. My energy's good. I look good. And I thought, I'm going to reflect on that. And actually, yeah, I really enjoyed my holiday because I didn't moan about what I was wearing, and I just relaxed. Thank you. Yeah, because they need to be present. Yeah. And it's like all, all they've done, I don't mean to make it sound so easy, but they've just followed what they've been told. They did what you told them to do. They just invested in, right, we're investing in you, so we'll follow what you say. It's like you go to a doctor, you say, oh, I'm really ill. They say, I'll take, do this, you'll get better. Yeah, do this and you'll get better. Okay. You did it. Oh my Lord, I got better because you did as you told. You, <laughs> go to the, you go to the relevant professional that knows what to get you to do, Yeah, but you've got to do it. They've obviously come to you and say, I want to achieve this. I'm going to go to Mike. He's going to help me. You said, do this and you will get there. They did this and they got there. It, it, it's you've given them the tools; they've actually just supplied them. Yeah, um, and then also makes you feel good as well because you've had a positive impact on their life. Definitely. And I, I keep saying to them, like, you know, basically what you've just said is like, I can give you the the blueprint, but you do have to follow it. Yeah. Like it has to be you that, that does the hard work. And Go to IKEA, you get a chest of drawers. It tells you how to make it. You've you've got to make yeah. it though. They've, you've got to know exactly what to do. You've got all the tools to make it. You just actually have to put it together, which takes the work. You could get better tools, though, and that's that. That applies to this as well. You need to invest in if you want to do well. Mm. Like I invest in good running shoes because yeah, yeah. they make me better at running. It's like you get into something, <coughs> and you and you do it half ass. So you buy shoes that don't necessarily suit you, and it's going to be painful, and you're going to get blisters. And running in vans, but also don't be all the gear. No idea. Yeah, there's a balance. Granted, if you're turning up squatting two plates with every SBD thing in the world, I might probably truly get better first, man. Yeah, granted, but equ- but equally, like, be willing to invest a little bit mm. to do better at things. Yeah. It's like anything. It's like photography. Like anyone can take a good photo. Yes, so you can do it on. A, you can be a good photographer on an iPhone. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, absolutely. But if you want to make a profession out of it, then you're going to have to invest a little bit in that to get some yeah. get a return. I think with training like bodybuilding is one of the few sports where you actually don't need to invest a lot of like things into lot, equipment. No. Like my wrist wraps cost like eighteen quid. I've had you them for like five years. Wrist straps, my wrist straps I bought seven years ago on Amazon. It cost seven yeah. quid. 
still bench more than any of you rats. Remember that. At best, you just want to probably find a, a half decent gym. Maybe not even with the best equipment, but definitely with the right people in it. I think there's I, something. I think environment's on. huge. Mm. If um, if another lockdown happened tomorrow and I was stuck in my gym at home, I haven't got all the machines, but I've got you everything. May do. I've got everything in there I need to make. You are the machine. Give me a barbell and a rack, I'll be fine. I've got the dumbbells. I've got cables. I've got yeah. racks. I don't need like loads of fancy machines. I'd love. Don't get me wrong. I love it when you go to a gym and there's like seven different glute machines. The glutinator. I, Obviously, I, Chris went for the glutes. I don't know why. Same man. Me too. Because it's a bit machine. niche. It's a bit, a it's, a bit, it's a bit niche, isn't it? But what I mean is, like most gyms you go to, they'll have a they'll have a chest press, a shoulder press. This, you know, the basic stuff. But I love it when you go to a gym and there's multiple, like slightly slight variants of the same thing. That's great and everything. But equally, if if shit happened tomorrow and I just needed to rely on dumbbells, barbells, and cables and like you know what the basics, then I could. Yeah, you'd come long. to Barber Lounge. There you go. <laughs> no, hang on. There's going to be good stuff at Barber Lounge, yeah. right? There's going to be loads of cool machines. The Glutinator. The Glutinator is that? So this that's what they call me in prison. Is that one of the <laughs> ones? Is that one of the the Glutinator? Is that one of the ones where you push kick back? No, no, oh, no. I no. those. No, I'm going to show you the Glutinator. Is that actually such a thing called the Glutinator? I could pull it up on here. What's Glute, um, glutinator. You have too many tabs. Glutinator? You know you can get a software that we talked about this. Your tabs into no, no, no. We've we've literally had this conversation. I've just had a bit of deja vu. Then. And which one is it? The one that says glutinator. It looks like a hip abduction adduction machine. Um, glut, glutinator. Oh, that one? Oh, I don't know. This one. Show me. Okay, yeah, I think I see this. Fella. It's plate loaded. This fella here. It sat, pivots. Is there? Yeah. So it pivots. So as you abduct the hip it pivots at such an angle that it hits hits the glutes okay. really well it does look like it might have a dildo strapped in there somewhere. i feel like that's gonna be the next saw movie <laughs> all year at the <coughs> dentist that is the have electric seen, chair have you seen burn after reading yeah where she, he takes her downstairs to yeah, to yeah. show what, he, what he's made and it's that sex chair because that looks um, like that i mean there is a youtube video of the guy using it i mean he looks happy sure, there are other videos of men using it as well yeah yeah, so you're not you're not digging my tabs. That's what you're saying. Yeah, you're gonna have the well. juiciest glutes, Harry. Juicy glutes. Stuff, that's gonna happen. We'll get you in those little well, hot pants. I come to Barber Lounge just for glute day. Can we sell some sort of sweeties that are called juicy glutes? Hundred percent in your gym. Yeah, a of course. Fat bum. Just like that just tastes like of peach. Harab- peach flavored. Peach Haribo. Basically. Yeah, basically they need glutes. to be something that's can they be dextrose like, in it? Yeah, so energy sweets. Yeah, something juicy, sort of like Haribo glutes. basically. Yeah, with a bit Anavar in them. Um, Trent, Trent, yeah, maybe oral trend. That'd be a new one. Juicy glutes, liver toxic, <laughs> just a little may contain, may contain steroids. <laughs> future risk of cancer or similar problems. <laughs> sunny, sunny D's, sunny oh, D's, sunny trends, sunny, <laughs> sunny D's, sunny, get some sunny T sunny in there, D bowl. Sunny, <laughs> sunny, sunny T's, sunny, oh, I love it, sunny T, sunny T, sunny uh, 300 milligrams of tea. Lovely stuff. I did actually get the email from the Food Standards Agency today saying they're going to come visit us in the next month. Well, so we're going to, well, yeah, well, they're going to taste your Cybex machines. Yeah, well, obviously we're getting the lounge done soon, aren't oh, we? Of course, yeah. So uh, we, we might come we, down we and knock up, those. come down and knock up fry ups where you like, you know, yeah. put on like a just stick them. Where on the is leg your curl. kitchen? Oh, basically, it's in the back of Chris's car. <laughs> just stick them <laughs> on the leg curl. Ask him to do a set of ten. Oh, yeah. Fine. Yeah, you can only come in if you can bench three plates. Three plates for reps. Three plates of what? Every plate in the gym currently zero. Yeah, no plates. Um, Have we nailed that? I think think? we've nailed it. Sure. I think we got we got some good stuff in there. I think we actually done all right. Yeah. 
Cool. I think we've done well. How long has it been going? Uh, Must be nearly an hour. Uh, we're coming. We're coming up to an hour, but oh, that doesn't include bang. the kind of waffle at the beginning. Did um. Uh, anyone noticed? I don't know. I read an article the other day saying that F forty five is like in the ta- in the toilet. Does so anyone I surprised did. by that? Oh, not um, really. I knew it was a trend. Mm. I mean, if it gets you moving, I respect it. If it makes you happy, do it. But I'm saying, <laughs> what was so special? It was forty five minute workouts, basically. I saw like circuits. It was um, yeah. It was kind of like kind of like CrossFit without all the, the the fit and the cross without all the gymnastics and all the high. <coughs> Olympic lifting stuff. It's like a body. It's like a fit body boot camp type situation. Like Barry's boot camp, kind of. There Although was, Barry's yeah. is built on like a whole system of like a cardio element, some kind of hit element. I think in like some kind of combat or like weights or something. Is Barry's boot camp in this country now? Because yeah, was, there's a few. Yeah. The studios look amazing. Like you go into it, it is like going into an actual like hour experience. It's choreographed fitness. It's really cool. I mean, to get you fit and strong each your goals, probably not so much, but in terms of actually going to have a good time with your friends, which in London... You're making it sound like an escape room. It kind Could of be. is, a little bit. Could be. Um, You've got to finish the workout to get <laughs> out. They won't let you out. <laughs> Click. <laughs> You're not leaving. There's a thing in Twyford that's like, um, that they've advertised as like a gym. It's a 20-minute gym where you go in in your work uniform. and like your work, You don't have to wear a Fuck gym off. Gear. And it's, uh, they, pro- <laughs> they promise you an effective workout with no sweating. So you go Shut in... Up. Um, is that like the um, what's his name Rob oh, Tim no, no, Robbins no, no, no. guy who had that machine oh, that you pushed know. against for ten seconds? Yeah, they they say they expect you to turn up in your suit, train on lunch, and then not sweat and go back to it. And I was like, you know what? I wonder who the target demographic is. Mm. They're probably to be fair. I, I see quite a lot of kids in the gym these days. Oh that my aren't god, sweating. is that it? <laughs> that looks like it. Yeah, I see quite a lot of kids these days that don't sweat when they train, which does concern me. I sweat before I train. I just worry that people aren't, now. people aren't working hard enough anymore. No, nah, people are just too scared of training hard. That's why so many people spend all this time like trying to get the most optimal movements when in reality, which is great, but learn how to train hard first. But training hard is difficult. Learning what's optimal is easy. Mm. No sweat. New gym in Twyford is perfect for people who don't like traditional fitness centres. Just go for a walk at that point, honestly. <laughs> Genuinely, just go for a walk. Carrying dumbbells. Oh my god! No bad. loud music, no mirrors, because God forbid you could see yourself. Honestly, no just mirrors. go, just go for a walk. Doesn't even raise a sweat. But what are they doing in there? Revolutionary Jim, after his diagnosis of type two diabetes. Well, good for you, Paul, for doing something. But we're going to go to your gym. We're going to test out ourselves. You're going to turn up there and make loads of noise, grunt, yeah, grunting. Sc- Planet Fitness lung alarm. Rapping, racking up as many to of their fair, two kilo dumbbells as that possible. That looks like a Cybex chest press, plate loaded one, which actually is a good bit of kit. Maybe they've limited their plates to only being 2.5s. And what happens if, yeah, what Imagine happens if you is. do sweat? Does that mean you they have ki- to leave? Oh, they kick you out. No, there's they an, alar- an alarm goes off. Sweat it's alarm. Like a humi- like a l- humidity detector. And they come down and they start punching you. Like a yeah, carbon monoxide. They just put it above you and they're like, oh. So maybe someone like someone runs out with like a towel and just dabs you and then says, Here, no no sweat. This is this is it. The studio is cooled to 17 degrees so your body doesn't sweat. I'm not going to be, not going to lie. I sweat when it's cold still. I've swe- I sweat in like minus temperatures. When we Honestly. take this show to the Arctic, we'll show them that we sweat. You'll see my pits will be, they'll be dripping. They'll be, fr- they'll just be steam coming off When them. I'm heavy. I, You're I've, the reason why the polar ice caps are melting. Probably, I'm, I am global warming. It's, I'm getting heavy. I am global warming. Honestly. The one bit that I do support is the idea of going to the gym for 20 minutes and actually getting people in the gym. But yeah, this idea point. of, it's almost like you need to progress from it though. I think no, it's really good for You have like, to be really deconditioned. I'm I reckon sorry. it's also going to be really good for like the older market, like 65 yeah, yeah, yeah. plus. Which actually is 
the second from... biggest growing market after like the under 25s whatever it is right. okay, next gym we open yeah. them is and um, like you must have a bus pass over join. 60s gym bingo and then in the interlude you do like bodyweight squats oh, on the chair and, and jab yourself so old trend. people old people's <laughs> old people's homes are like spreading like wildfire these days old people are as well we yeah, it's true we just go into business of s- installing gyms in old people's homes i mean barbell lounges in uh, every old people's home in the country that's money mate that no, we have paper. to we have to change it make it a bit more friendly barbara's lounge <laughs> <laughs> i mean barbell might be a bit intimidating barbara just Bar- loads Bar- of barbara lounge loads of tea and biscuits and the floral kind of furniture yeah and that weird clock that everyone seems to have. Oh, yeah, like a, a grandfather clock in the middle of the Next gym. Next to every machine is like a rack for your walking stick. Yeah, yeah. There's loads, there's legit. And a complaint form, so when you get angry at something, you can yeah, shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think there's... And like how to use an iPad, like, oh, you know, know that, that you, kind it, of... Yeah, they've got typewriters. Right. Or machines that you could... Are they like disability-based machines? Like people in wheelchairs, oh, yeah, they right? Um, I know that most of the most of the brands do have like an accessibility range. I that's know good. Technogym do one where oh, it's like really the good. seat can come out and you can actually just get a chair in there. Oh, that's really good. I like that. That makes yeah. so much sense to me good because market. I feel like there isn't there isn't enough gyms with disability in mind. I mean, mm, I think I it, it's a system. It's quite you have to think about it because obviously because uh, um, the old gym, as I call it, uh, we we had a guy that would come in. Then you had to consider the fact that obviously if he's pressing, you need to fix the chair down yeah, and stuff so we found quite novel ways to kind of like root mm. like anchor the chair in place because if you're trying to push against something and the chair wee kind of flies back then you <laughs> do really like challenge how far can you go <laughs> yeah so we have a slingshot Don't, shout out neil yeah, I just he think, was cool i just think yeah there needs to be more development in that maybe that's where we're going to make our millions i'm just saying guys so if you're listening to this and you take our idea uh, we will fight you. <laughs> yeah, Trust exactly. me, we yeah. will. Barbara We're not violent team. men, but but Barbara's Lounge will batter you. I've had a few. I- I've had a few ideas over my lifespan that I've thought of and just never brought to life, and then someone else did it and made loads of money out of it. George, you stop doing, stop doing that. Amazon. Yeah, not <laughs> <He came laughs> Amazon, didn't he? It wasn't Amazon, no. Google but, um, it created it. <laughs> yeah. Pulling up, starting yeah. it. There's a phone yeah. that you has no wires. <laughs> anyway, won't go into that. And it has. Wait for it. Camera. Camera phone. Surely not. The no. first ever camera phones. No one ever want to take pictures on their phones. Why would someone probably that? said that? Why do you get a camera for that? Yeah. Why do you, you take pictures on your telephone? You call someone. Yeah. You just get a camera if you want to take pictures. And someone yeah. made a camera phone. Oh, no, it's not going to buy, is it? No. Oh my lord. They're like, are you going to listen to music on the phone? Just get get DVD, but get radio. You got a Walkman. Yeah, I got a Walkman. Got and my phone. Got I've got my mini disc. It's fine. Yeah, it's right. I've just got my Sony Ericsson. Uh, then when they bring that like, Bluetooth, I want to the you days where like pictures. if you moved wrong and it would skip. Oh, just your CD. Yeah, like, and it's like oh fuck. You, you make a little remix, just bang your leg a few times. Yeah. Have a <laughs> <laughs> jog jog proof CD players. A lot. Do you do realise like eighty percent of our listeners won't have a effing clue what we're talking about? I don't have a clue. What I saw about a picture well. the other day as there was a CD player Walkman one like in a museum. Mm, I've seen that. I saw that picture. As like from a the re- Neanderthal retro, era, like retro I had a really electronics. Nice Sony one actually. See yeah, that. same. I had, a, I had a grey Sony one. I used to listen to. Wait for it. The Scissor Sisters. <laughs> yeah, remember that album with Mary on it. Yeah. Mary, that one. That, yeah, 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 I used to listen to that on the way. Year five, I was on my way to 
Ufton Court or something. Oh, which brilliant. Is like, yeah, I yeah, did that. Yeah, you did that as well. Yeah. And I was listening to that, banging it loud, <laughs> blasting tunes really loud, thinking, oh, God, I'm fucking hard. You I are like, oh, so people hard. People look at me right now, and there's now. me just listening. <laughs> there's me listening to Scissor Sisters Mary on repeat. And then I see I see the teacher, Miss Skinner. I remember her. She's come near me now. Headbutt. And then she she look at me. Oh, I wonder what he's listening to. Yeah, shut your mouth. Too so hard It's probably for something angry and angsty. And you're just like... Yeah, literally, I was just blasting scissors. Honestly, I remember Akon, smack that. Remember they got that CD for Christmas once? My brother Played got, that loud. You know the first Britney Spears album? My brother went through like three months where that is all oh, he listened to. Th- I still do only listen to that. What's going on? <laughs> did, three um, months. Yeah, did you, sure. Did you yeah. have a cassette player? Yeah, of course I did. Oh, good. I'm just checking that you're, yeah, 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 you're yeah. old enough to have had a cassette player. Back in the day, I was still slapping that VHSs and shot that video. I want to show yeah. Star Wars trilogy. Everyone's like, oh, look at Star Wars. I watch on Netflix. I used to watch on video. Having to set the video player up to record something, because obviously wrestling video, would always be video on. Plus. Oh, Saturday yeah. morning Smackdown. Well, I used to like Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah. Well, I had to go to bed before it was on. It was usually, usually on Friday nights, Raw was on, on Sky, I remember. Yeah. When Back I was like day. 16. I'll never forget this. Yeah. And um, it was on 10 till 12. It's a bit late. My father would usually cycle to the pub. Cycle some tests. And then. <laughs> At the pub. <laughs> to the boys. Barbara's and, Lounge. <laughs> and he always would come back. He'd always come back at the same time. So. Wrestling would finish at 12, and then I'd get 10 minute free view on the adult channels. Nice. 906 Babe Station. Respect yeah. it. Yeah. No, it wasn't Babe Station. Oh, was yeah, actual, me neither, man. This was actual adult channels oh, yeah, yeah. that, that yes, had like dodgy, like where guys would go around people's houses and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's what I was on about as well. Don't worry about it. The adult channel, <laughs> or whatever it was called. I don't yeah. know. You'd get 10 minutes of that, and then um, I'd know when he was getting in because the garage door, I'd hear the creaking garage door. He's like, shut everything off. Bolt yeah, upstairs. Yeah. I'd yeah, already yeah. bolted myself. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. That's why he's the minute man. He I knows am. what he's doing. He does. He <laughs> does. He does. Ten minutes was all you needed. It's I mean, that was more than enough when you were sixteen. Let's be yeah. honest. Honestly, I um, oh, back in the day, I used to. Let's get the boys around for a bit of WrestleMania. I thought it was going to be oh, something else. <laughs> <laughs> on the vein of the other. Two, 2005 SummerSlam. Oh yes, I remember that because I had all of the pay per views. Yeah, on DVD, all of them. I remember 2002 Survivor Series, first cage match. Remember that well. Elimination Chamber. Don't don't fight me. I know all, all of it. But I remember I had all of them apart from 2005 SummerSlam. Do you know why I didn't have it? Because the front cover was a woman in a bikini. I had to ask my mum for permission. She said no. So, mum, you're not listening to this. never forgave you for that. That's why I'm in therapy. Remember that. Your fault. So, I ne- I'll never get over that. I feel like we need to watch that. I've, ne- I've never seen it. It's from that, from the era in which I watched wrestling, I was from, from like, I was watching the, like, the 90, like, uh, probably 98. Before, when it was WWF. That was when it was so good, though. That's when it was WWF. That was when I was watching Ridiculous it. Ridiculous yeah. storylines. They just, oh. were just. A guy who used to PT at my old gym uh, was WWE. DJ Gabriel. Oh, Steve, yeah. Yeah, big Steve. He didn't He didn't get very far. No, he didn't get very far, but he's... He was in their development programme, but he had no personality. Oh, wow. Guy goes to my slough gym, Levi, if you're listening to this, I know you're not, but we're like that. He, I reckon he does a lot of UK wrestling. Give it a couple of years, I reckon he'll be in WWE. Built like a shit house, 25 years old or something. I'm like... <sighs> Maybe we should go see some, like, proper amateur wrestling. That'd oh, I'll be, be there. Fun. That would be, be so oh, much fun. You know where it's literally like three lines of chairs yeah, yeah. and when you scream in abuse, the guy can hear you because he's literally stood there and you're like, you're the shit. The thing is, they're going to see him and be like, your mum's a smag. They're going to start with the signs. Just like, hate you. Shag your dad. We'll take the Pump <laughs> yeah. Fiction sign down and just wave, yeah, just Honestly, wave it around. Yeah, I remember, okay, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, you probably won't because I can see the image in my head. But in all the wrestling, like SmackDown, all of them, there was always a guy 
in like the third row from the front that dressed a bit like John Cena that always had the same sign. And I remember this went viral like Lad Bobby years ago where it's just, who is this guy and why is he at all of the events? Who is your favourite wrestler? John, uh, Ray Mysterio initially. Um, oh, and then, oh, oh, that's a bit of a rogue that, that choice. Yeah, yeah. School, he was yeah. my favourite. He's my first favourite. Then John Cena came, came okay. along. Then they renamed the FU to the AA. So I, I didn't really watch in the John Cena days. I was the I did, right. Stone Cold, The Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stone Cold and The Rock era. Back when... Um, Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels were kind of Shawn. doing their D I like X. I like D Generation X. I like Triple H. Generation X, yeah. yeah. X Pack. I remember when Batista yeah. came on Mr. the Mr. Ass. Yeah. Pretty gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. um Hot Chocolate. Road Dog. Um Mark Henry. Yes, he yeah. was um powerlifter, wasn't he? He was strongman. He was oh, strongman. Uh, he was yeah. a strongman competitor. Yeah, and he had, had another little smaller fight. Kurt Angle. Oh Kurt Angle. Kurt didn't Kurt Angle kill his no, no that's Chris, Chris Benoit remember that song yeah yeah um, I remember that well that Chris story. Jericho was one of my favourite because I, I like I like the ones that was um, the old walls of Jericho yeah it's a special move I used to like the ones that would kind of always have a bit of a heel arc to them they'd be Eddie really Guerrero. good and then they'd turn into an massive arsehole and I was like I really that like that that is literally Eddie Guerrero that is Eddie the Ray Mysterio Eddie Guerrero he's dead yeah, yeah. yeah that, that era era with Chavo and then Eddie turned into a heel. And obviously, at this time, I still think it's real. I was like, how could you, Eddie? You yeah. asshole. And then um, they... they I'll never forget when The Rock just turned heel for that short period of yeah. time. Yeah. That was very bad. But I... um, Yeah, then Eddie died. And that was really sad. There's a tribute on YouTube, which I'll never forget. It used to be... Oh, fuck. It's really sad. I know, but my, my Bebo... My Bebo uh, <laughs> homepage video was Three Doors Down Here Without You, Eddie Guerrero Tribute. Love it. I still have it saved on my YouTube, and I watch it every now and then with my friend, and it makes me cry every time. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And then, yeah, we had a, f- we had a few people die, didn't we? Obviously, Chris Benoit obviously murdered his family. And well, you himself. had um, yeah. Brett, uh, the guy who came in Owen. on the wire. Owen, Owen Hart, yeah. 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 He landed yeah. on the turnbuckle, man. Yeah, that was raw. Just being in the audience for that. Yeah. I used to be well, like, they thought it was all part of it. Yeah, first. but he actually died. Yeah, so bad. I remember when Mick Foley got thrown off the cage and landed on the. I think he broke his spine. Yeah, or something. Yeah, that was all just like it went wrong. Cup. Yeah, the Undertaker was like, he was fighting the top, and Mick Foley was like, throw me off. Throw me off. Do you remember? And he was when like, what? He's like, yeah, throw me off. Yeah, it'd yeah. be fucking amazing. And they broke his and back. And it's like the most iconic wrestling moment because in the like when the, he chokes the, him through the cage, that wasn't supposed to happen. Because they had the dramatic like intro was like, and yeah. then that was one of the scenes of like black and white him getting thrown off but i remember you remember undertaker had his motorcycle era oh the american badass yeah yeah oh, the dead man walking song rolling my f- he had his like it started with, like the dead man walking thing my Boom. first ever phone ringtone i'm not joking when i had a nokia 3210 what, with yeah. the no fear logo on yeah it. literally <laughs> I, like and the first ever ringtone was me recording that on like YouTube and YouTube up, was like just come out so I must have been like 10 years old or 11 years old or something at this point I was recording it and then I made it the ringtone and I was like fuck me I'm hard I was like anyone come near me I'll kill them all good stuff well I think that's quite enough I could talk about wrestling chat. for hours I love it honestly oh, you wait we're dear. gonna we're gonna go to a wrestling event oh I would love I'll it ask, oh no I'll ask that Levi dude yeah, and he's like I said his job is literally he's a he's a pro wrestler in the UK perfect well, let's do that that's a date that basketball <clears> we'll get some Get some hockey in or something. Yeah, get me a trend or something. Yeah, sure about hockey. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what? Sorry, team what? training. Oh, no. Basketball. Basketball for you. Yeah. Wrestling for you. Old people's home for me. Okay, Meet fine. Meet Barbara. Barbara's we, lounge. Meet Barbara sorry, in her lounge. No, we're visiting you in prison. Oh, uh, yeah. That's going to be Barbara's lounge. <clears throat> That's what I'm going to call my cell. Barbara's lounge. <laughs> and then my cellmate's going to be called like Big Steve. I'm like, you're right, Barbara. So, Big um, Barb. If you are watching on YouTube, then I'm do sorry. comment 
below your favourite wrestlers because we can discuss that on the next show if you None yeah, have a favourite wrestler. None of you watch wrestling. Kane. None of, if, if you do watch wrestling, then do pipe up. Or if you want to tell us your... Your favourite old people's home near The you. first album you ever bought. We'll discuss that on the next episode. If you throw that in on the comments as well. Robbie uh, Williams we swing when you're chat. winning. Is it? Robbie Williams swing when you're winning. Followed I soon, think soon off my teenage death. For the first time ever, I'm cooler than you because that's I had a much cooler first well, album. Yeah. Mine was Nevermind. Oh, oh wow, that's yeah. I mean, fair yeah, play, mate. Yeah, you, it's a bit raw. That, my parents are, did not know that. You <laughs> are wasn't it? you are blessed with the first album because mine's mine's Jamiroquai. Oh, uh, that's actually not too bad. Jamiroquai is. Yeah. I, I respect think, it. I remember buying it in t- in the big Tesco in Camberley. Um, yeah, it was on cassette. I think it was ten pounds. Have we done that Tesco's car park? Yeah, I'm sure you have. Hang on, I thought you only relieved yourself at your in your own. No, only poo at home. Oh, I, yeah. I, I wee anywhere. Good stuff. <laughs> right. We got one in. Yeah. <laughs> and then on that, I bomb- wee outside my therapist's house every time I see her. That's true. Sorry. That's on enough. that bombshell, everyone. Don't tell Lucy. Don't tell Lucy. I'm scared like I'll go to a toilet. So we I'll wee outside the house. Definitely reached. Um, I see her three times a week, member. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, my finger's hovering over the end. Bye. Button, I'm right. sorry. Quickly. Um, but yeah, this has been episode 26 of Pump Fiction. They're getting uh, worse every Christy week. Christy Fellows here. Follow me. Uh, Radical.Mike. Follow him. Harry underscore TFNL. Check us out on TikTok. Pump Fiction Pod, I assume. Yeah. YouTube, Pump Fiction Pod. Instagram, Pump Fiction Pod. Only, fa- only and fans. Barbell Pump Lounge. Pod. And Barbell Lounge. I'll tag it in a video. And Barbara's Lounge. Coming soon to Barbara's Lounge. Uh, see you next time. Comes out discount if you've got a bus pass. <laughs>